okay, like, are you really listening to what you're saying? You know, you, you make a mistake or you do something and then it's, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like that really is going to change. It's going to right the wrong or make things better. Like, do you even really mean it? So many people are walking around apologizing 50 times a day and not really meaning it. I want you to start thinking before you speak and really start thinking about what is this necessary? Do I need to apologize for every little thing? Welcome to Family Planet 365. I'm your host, Melina Jackson. Welcome, welcome. Come on in. Let's get the conversation going. How is everyone doing? How is life treating you? How are you treating life? What's showing up for you? All the things, all the things. I am so glad to be here with you today. Today we have an interesting topic, something that it feels like I've spoken about or I did talk about this before but I was like you know what I even if I have taken a moment to shed light on this issue because it is an issue in my world I want to do it again because I think that it just it, it can never be said enough and so we'll get more into that later um, on today's topic and um, kind of revealed it to you in the intro but we'll we'll talk later um so what's an update? What am I, I like to start the show off with letting you know what's going on in the world, in my world. Um, okay, update. The Invisalign, if you go back about four shows ago, I talked about Invisalign and how, oh my gosh, I am straightening my teeth. I'm making a change. Okay, the Invisalign is not working out for me. Um, full disclosure, I'm probably just not a good candidate for it. And um, yeah, so I'm actually going to be moving into metal braces because it's just not, it's not working out for me. What I find challenging in my world is that putting in and taking out, putting in and taking out, you know, you have to take out your Invisalign when you want to eat or drink anything. And what I found, you know, after three or four weeks was the Invisalign was not making its way back into um, my mouth. And we know we can't get progress if we don't do what's necessary to get the progress. And get this. So this is what I was a little concerned about. And of course, my ortho was like, no, that's not the case. I was concerned that, you know, I'll take the Invisalign out to eat. Um, it was great for sleeping in because then it like protects you from grinding your teeth. Like if you do grind at night, you're not um, ruining your teeth or destroying your teeth because you have the, the, the trays in. But you have to wear the rubber bands every night. And so I just doing that every night was an issue for me after a while, after the newness wore off. And then I noticed like after I eat, I don't put them back in because I'm like, oh, I need to brush my teeth first, but I can't brush my teeth right now. Then the next thing you know, like I'm in bed, like, oh, my teeth, I brush my teeth, but I don't want to put the rubber bands on. It's just, it was just a lot of um, 
inside conversations that I probably need to just take a look at and understand like where is this coming from why are you um being the um why are you hindering your process but my concern was I would go without wearing my trays right and then so every week you have to do like this um it's a camera that you go around your mouth and you send it to the person on the other end whoever monitors the the app and you they tell you whether you can go to your next tray well, get this. I wasn't even wearing the tray. And then I would do the the um, process. And I'm like, oh, great. Your teeth look great. There's a movement. Oh, my goodness. You can go to the next tray. And then so after like three weeks, I'm like, this is really my teeth really move because I haven't been wearing them. And so, yeah, that's not going to work for me. And I noticed that there was more plaque on my teeth because my teeth being encased like that. And now, mind you, this might not apply to you because I'm older. I'm 46. So when you start getting older like that, it does become more of a challenge. Um, for instance, like if my teens were to do Invisalign, things will probably be different for them. Um, they probably would see a shift in their teeth faster because the body's more malleable. It's it's new. It's still youthful. You know, I'm not saying I'm like not old, but things are just different when you become a certain age because even when I went in for the braces, I haven't gotten them on yet. I'm not going to get them on until later this summer, but they were like, we need to test your enamel to see if your enamel's even strong enough to hold the metal. I was like, wow. And they were like, yeah, because as you get older, your enamel gets weaker. And I'm like, well, I don't claim that, you know, because I'm like, I'm the bomb. I'm resilient. Like what? And so sure enough, I they would say, oh, yeah, okay, your enamel's fine. You can you can hold the metal. And so I just thought that was interesting. And I just said, man, I, I probably should have, could have, would have, should have done this, you know, 10 years ago. But here we are. Here I am. Um, so, yeah, just update. I'm not wearing the Invisalign. And I actually meant to bring that up at the last um, podcast because... I, you can notice I wasn't talking with a lisp or anything because I wasn't wearing it. Because I kind of just kind of let it go now. It's, it's like it wore off probably after like three or four, probably three months. And I'm supposed to be on them for about 14 months. So I got up to tray 12 and I had 42 trays. So I'm going to switch. I'm making the switch. I just, I'm like, you know what? Um, the ortho was like, well, it's good. You're going to have to start over. Like, it's going to take you a, a year probably. I said, that's fine. I'm not in a hurry, but I do want progress. And I don't want it to be so intense. Because, again, I'm not like, I don't have to do it. It's something I want to do. And so after a while, it just, the ambition wasn't there anymore for me. So I'm thinking I'll do better with the metal braces because they can't come off. You know, I can't put them in, take them out, put them in, take them out. But I will just make sure I stay up on my cleanings because from what I've been reading, you know, the um, metal braces, you tend to collect more plaque on the teeth. And I know with my teenagers, they had more cavities coming out of their braces in between the teeth because, you know, you're not flossing in between because the, the metal brackets are on there. So I'm going to make sure that I get my cleanings more often than, you know, just twice a year. I'll probably go every uh, two months just so I don't have to deal with when they come off. I have all these cavities and all that stuff. So 
that's my journey. Are you on, have you started Invisalign? If so, let me know. Like, how is that going for you? Um, have you noticed any shifts, any changes? Cause that was the thing for me. I didn't see any change and, um, they kept like saying, Oh, you're doing great, but I wasn't even wearing it. So is that accurate? I'm asking for a friend. But the ortho assured me that, no, we wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. But I'm just like, well, I didn't tell them, but I'm like, I hadn't even wearing it. So anyway, but that's the update for me. Um, the summer officially starts on June 21st. So looking forward to the summer months. Um, school's almost out for summer. This is our last week for my uh, middle schooler. So they're excited to, you know, finally get a break. Cause they do work hard during the year. They do, they work hard homework every night, all night. Like, so that's going to be nice to have a little break, not really doing much traveling because we have, um, you know, my son's going to be going to college. So he, we're taking him next month because he's going for this summer program. They want the, some of the freshmen in the business school to go ahead and get started. So we're going to be doing that and we're going to take a quick stop in Toronto since we'll be so close to Canada, we're like, hey, let's just go over to, you know, go to the visit Canada so the kids can see what that's like. So it's going to be that kind of thing. I really wanted to take a cruise this summer. Um, but then when we found out that, you know, my son would be doing the summer program. I was like, well, I wanted to go in July and he's going to be gone in July. And I don't know, you know, this is the interesting thing because it's starting to get a little, um, challenging for lack of a better word like I don't want to come off as a victim or anything like that but I'm starting to have to learn or I'm wanting to learn how to navigate without a party of six like not being a party of six because for so long everybody's available like hey we're doing this we're all going like it was no question but now with the two college students, like they have their own lives now, they have their own schedules and they're not going to always be able to go. And oh my gosh, I can't imagine, like I haven't done this yet, but to like have a family vacation and one of them not be there. So because I could have still taken the cruise or we could have gone on the cruise, but Grant's not going to be there. What is that like? You know? And so I'm really feeling like now, you know, it's June. I'm like, man, I really want to go on a cruise. And I'm feeling like I am going to take that next step and just because I know once I do it, I'll be OK. It's just taking that initial step that is the challenge for me or it's something that I just don't want to face. Um, another thing um, that's going on is my daughter is a. Um, counselor for she's a overnight camp counselor for Girl Scouts this summer and we have a trip planned to Vegas and she can't go because she has work obligations so I was like wow low-key I don't even want to go because we've never gone to Vegas without all of us so what am I gonna do and I know that's an interesting way to look at things but it's it's new. This is a new chapter in my life. So I would say for the moms and dads who are listening to this podcast and you have little ones and you guys have your summer trips, of, um, you know, you have, even if you're doing a staycation, like you might just be going to Great Wolf Lodge or something. Hey, I want them to sponsor this show, by the way. I got to work on that. 
because I really, I love Great Wolf Lodge. Never been, but I love the concept, right? Um, me and my, my kids want to go all the time and they, every time we look it up, it's like always booked or you have to pay so much up front. And I just always just log off and just never visit again. But I love the concept of an indoor water park and how the rooms are set up. It's so great for family. But um, I'm going to work on that. But um, anyway, what was I saying? So yeah, you're planning your staycations or y'all are going to go to the beach. Just know that one day, sooner than you may realize it's going to come a day where one of those little boo-boos, little babies are going to grow up and they're going to be away at college or they're going to be away with their family. And you are going to have to navigate your summer trips or vacations without them. And what you're not going to do is make them feel guilty about not being with you or they can't make the trip. We don't do that because Everybody has their own journey and we're living our lives. And the whole point is for you to enjoy them now, good or bad, whatever, however you want to frame it, enjoy their presence now, because fast forward 12, 15 years from now, they're going to be doing their own thing. And it always, it makes me just, I give a side eye when I see families and moms who make their kids feel bad for like not visiting them for Christmas or whatever. Like if you have your own family, they have their own family. They can't be there. I was listening to a podcast where this guy was saying how his mom loved Christmas Eve because her parent, when she was growing up, her parents would have to work on Christmas Day or something. So they always open their presents on Christmas Eve. So when she had her children, she made them open their presents on Christmas Eve because that's what she did growing up. Then when he got married and had his family, his wife was like, well, why do we have to open presents on Christmas Eve? I want my kids to open their presents on Christmas Day. And his mother was very upset. She was like, you don't open your presents on Christmas Day. You open them on Christmas Eve. Ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am, this is their life. Like, they can open their presents on New Year's Day if they want to. This is their life. So what I'm saying is you are raising these children to the best of your ability with the utmost respect and love. And you will trust that when they get older and decide they don't want to do the vacation or they want to take a job or they have other obligations... You don't have to feel bad about that. You don't have to be sad. You don't have to make them feel guilty. You get to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, journal, do whatever you need to do, support them, and carry on and be about your way. Because too often, and I, I, I'm subconsciously talking about me in a sense, but I don't really, I don't feel like I suffer from that anymore because the older I get and like, you know, constantly doing the work like you do the work every day mentally renewing your mind understanding like where you come from and how that shaped you in a great way and so forth so I don't feel like I'm a victim to that circumstance but I do see my friends who feel like they are obligated to family you are not obligated to your family um extended family if you will you're obligated to your kids you know while they're little but 
once they become adults or, you know, um, young adults or teenagers, they're not obligated to you. Their obligation is to live a good life, be safe, do what's right. But when it comes to like making you happy, like they're not obligated to that. Okay. So that's another topic for another day. But I wanted to bring that up because I am finding it interesting that I'm like, wow, I want to train myself to get used to one of the kids not being there. They're not, they're going to, one's going to be over here doing their thing. The other one might be over here, but you can, you have permission to still go forth with your plans. Your plans don't have to stop. Like I stopped my, my um, cruise and now I'm thinking about, man, I don't know if I should have done that, but I, I honestly feel like I'm not ready to be on a cruise ship, like without everyone. So when I'm ready, that's fine. But I also didn't like make it seem like, oh, well, that's too bad. I really wanted you there. I don't do that. But I think moving forward, I am going to um, see if there's a way where we can, I can, to, to take a cruise where all of us are there. And if not, we'll just, whoever can go, can go. And we continue, we, we the show must go on. Um, because when I was making plans four months ago, three months ago, um, I just felt like I didn't want to do that. So now I'm three months ago. I'm not the same person I was. I mean, three fast forward three months. I'm not the same person I was three months ago. So now this Melina is like, hmm, maybe you should have just went ahead and booked that cruise. And, you know, that's not a last minute thing you can do. So now knowing what I know and the evolution that I am constantly going through, I'm like, OK, Note to self, let's see who all can go and whoever can go can go and who can't go, that's fine too, but you get to carry on. So that's my, 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 um, my advice, I guess, or my encouragement to you is just to enjoy this time because before you know it, it's going to be, it's going to change. It changes and it's good. It's all good. We're all here to evolve more life. Like, this is good, right? So that's what's going on in my world. That's my update. Um, nothing in the news that I wanted to discuss. Hmm. No, no major headlines that stick out to me right now. But um, let's get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about apologizing. Yeah. It not a day goes by where someone's not saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, do they really hear themselves? Like, why do they, why are they apologizing? Like I was talking to one parent and they were explaining to me like why their child, cause I planned this, um, last day of school event for the sixth, seventh and eighth graders. Like I'm just, I'm just, I'm not sponsoring it cause you pay your own way. But I just did the flyer because my girls wanted to like everybody to get together at the water park on the last day of school. So I was like, cool, I'll be there because I like it. It's fun. So we'll do that. And um, one parent was like explaining to me why their child can't go and they were apologizing to me. And I'm like, why are you? First of all, why are you explaining anything to me? I don't pay your bills. Um, it's not like I bought their ticket and I'm not going to get my money back. I didn't even buy I didn't even buy the tickets. And... Um, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Whoever can go, can go. Who can't go, can't go. It's not a big deal. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I said, 
okay. You don't have to be sorry. So I want you to start to think about that. Are you apologizing for everything? Like, are you, when you're at the store and you actually cut in front of someone, do you say, I'm sorry? Or do you say, oh, excuse me? Because you realize that the latter is more appropriate than I'm sorry. Um, And I notice this happens a lot at the store. Like I would be, and if I'm in the store and someone wants to like get something, you know, you're standing there at the shelf and then someone wants to get something in front of you. They'll say, oh, I'm sorry. I just look at them. I don't say, oh, that's okay. Or I don't, um, I don't even engage. I'm just like, sorry for what to myself? Because there's nothing to be sorry about. And in fact, if you are listening to this podcast, I want you to start conditioning yourself to never have to apologize. And I remember I brought this up at one of the last podcast episodes where I talked about how I don't say things that I will have to apologize for later, period. I don't talk like that to people. I don't talk like that to my spouse. And I don't talk like that to my children. I never say something to them where I got to come back and say, I'm sorry I said that. Because remember, self-control and you having power over yourself is the ultimate superpower. And nobody can make you mad enough or you know frustrate you enough to say whatever. You are in control of you. And yes, as a parent, you feel like, oh, I'm over my kids. No, you're not. The only person that you are over is yourself. So if you are here wilding out with words and have to go back and apologize, I want you, if you are a listener to this podcast, I want you to get control of that because it is unacceptable. So with that said, people are using the word sorry as just... It's it's like whatever, like it doesn't even matter. It has no power. So now when people apologize, it's like it's not even genuine because people say it all the time. Sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry. You sound like an idiot, okay? And I want you to get a grip on that because it's not necessary. If you accidentally bump into someone, you don't have to apologize. You say, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. That's what you say. And if you can't do something, if someone asks you for something, you you want to be, you don't want to respond in kind. That's another um, topic I want to talk about. You ever ask someone to do something and instead of them just telling you no, they respond in kind. Responding in kind is a sales term that I learned um, from working in sales. It's when the person doesn't want to tell you no because they think that no is going to make you sad or hurt your feelings so instead they lead you on and say oh yeah okay we could do that we could do that or yeah that's fine oh yeah that that sounds great but they really want to say no but instead they respond in kind because they don't want you to know the truth or feel sad about it which is crazy because I'd rather know what's going on up front so I can know how to navigate versus you just sugarcoating it and telling me, oh, yeah, that'll be great. And then what for whatever reason, it doesn't even come to fruition or you don't pick up the phone the next time I call it. You're on a sales call. You introduce yourself. Hey, this is Melina. I'm calling from so-and-so XY company. 
um, I saw that you were interested in this. And they're like, um, yeah, yeah. Can you send more things over? Okay, sure. When is the um, next time I'll send this over? Can we take a, can you take a look at it and we can schedule a, a, a follow-up call? Oh yeah, great. Um, I can talk to you. Um, what about, um, this Thursday? Okay, sure. Thursday at one o'clock is one o'clock work for you. Um, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll send you an email follow-up and, um, just to confirm this on the call on Thursday and let's talk on Thursday. Okay, great. Thursday comes. What do you think is going to happen? Crickets. The person's not going to even answer the phone. They've ghosted you. And it's like, you could have just told me on the call. No, I'm not interested. No, this is not a good time for us. You know what? I will get back to you. I will get back to you. Or I'll let you know if anything changes. But right now, no, don't not interested. That's how I am with people. Because, you know, as I get older, I'm no nonsense. Like, I ain't trying to play games. I'm not trying to, I don't care how you feel. I don't care. I don't care. Like, I'm going to tell you what's good. Because this is my world. All of us have this. This is it's your world. So you get to dictate, like, what's going on in your world. I don't care how you feel. I'm going to tell you the truth so you know where I stand, okay? So, for instance, you say, hey, Melina, I'm going to have a cocktail party on Thursday at 3. Can you make it? I'm not going to tap dance around, oh, I don't know. Um, Yeah, well, yeah, send me the information. No, I can't. I can't. I have something already at 3. But thanks for the invite. I'm not apologizing. I'm not responding in kind. I'm letting you know because... You need to know. You re- you deserve to know whether I'm going to show up or not so you can make you can plan accordingly. Same thing with RSVPs. It is amazing how people don't even RSVP or they don't RSVP and they show up. R- and when you see something that says RSVP, RSVP, let me know if you're coming or not. And if you say you're coming, come attend, be there. If you said you're not coming, let me know in time so I can plan. It is not cute. Like even if you have a hair appointment or a nail appointment or um, a doctor's appointment, if you can't make it, call a day in advance so they can make arrangements for someone else to come in. So I think that's why people are walking around apologizing for stupid things like any little thing. I'm sorry. Or no, I'm sorry. I can't. No, I'm sorry. Because no one's being accountable for their world. Your life is your world. It's your world. And nobody's being accountable. No one wants to take responsibility. And that's why we feel saying I'm sorry for every little thing gets you off the hook. But I'm just here to let you know that I'm the type of person that when you do that, you're not off the hook for me. I just and I understand and know that you don't realize what you're doing and that you're not aware because when people apologize for in the store, you just want to get the mustard. I'm just standing there and you're apologizing to me. You don't even know me. Like, why are you apologizing? They're not even aware. They don't even listen to what they're saying. And it's time that we stop that because we have AI now. We have all this technology. We get to be more advanced. And when you have more information, you are required to know more. And by knowing more, that means you understand and you think before you speak. And you understand that you don't just say whatever. 
You don't just say whatever. So I really want to encourage you the next time you get to uh, you think about uttering the words, I'm sorry for something so minuscule, like, really, you're sorry? Really? Why, why are you sorry? Like, start having a conversation in your head. Why are you sorry? Because this is a habit you want to break. Because what happens is it's like your word is not valid. Like you're you're apologizing for every little thing. It it makes it like not it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And now not to be confused with, oh, you shouldn't say things you have to apologize for, because that's really another conversation. And I know I brought that up and mentioned that in a podcast before, but that's really another conversation for another day. I'm focused on when you say I'm sorry for like having to reach in front of someone or um when you ask them a question. I'm sorry. You know, start asking yourself, what are you sorry for? Why are you saying you're sorry? What are you apologizing for? Do you really mean it? Do you think the other person really cares? Do you really think it's really soothing to the other person? Because if not, then why are we doing that? Why are we wasting our words? Why are you wasting your words? You know? And I really want you to start being accountable for what you're putting out into the world. Because so many people are just doing the same thing. That's like another thing, you know, my kids always like, oh, you should get on TikTok or, you know, just do this TikTok. I say, you will never see me on TikTok doing a dance with you. I just really have to just make boundaries and draw the line. Like, that's not for me. I don't care for TikTok I think it's you could be doing something else like reading a book and I think it's just too common it's too common for adults especially be on TikTok like that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen same with apologizing for every little thing I'm sorry oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry so now that you are aware I want you to go about your day. This is your challenge. You're going to go about your day and you're going to start paying attention to one. If you are senselessly apologizing for everything and then you're going to start asking yourself, what am I apologizing for? Why am I apologizing for this? And do I mean it? And two, you're going to start listening for Others who senselessly apologize, maybe at work, someone wants to get coffee. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you're going to ask yourself, was that necessary to yourself, not to them? Because it's not your job to, like, correct other people in real time. The only person you can correct is yourself. And my my responsibility on this podcast is to share my interpretation, my observation, and my knowledge about my world with you. That's why I'm doing this. So you're going to listen to other people apologizing and you're going to ask yourself, do they really mean that? Do they even know that they're apologizing for something that's not necessarily, they don't need to apologize for? Like start paying attention because another thing, a lot of us don't pay attention. We're not paying attention. You're not even aware of your surroundings. You're so busy on your phone or you're busy listening to a podcast, or your your mind is somewhere else, you're not present. 
but get present. Because, you know, that's another thing about when you think before you speak, you have to be present in that moment to have that power. Because a lot of people aren't present, so they're they're just rattling off at the mouth and saying weird things. So you want to get present because when you get present, you'll start hearing how people are just senselessly apologizing. And if that's if you are one of those people and you listen to Family Planet 365, I am challenging you to change that behavior because you're better than that. You're better than that. You are confident because unconfident people apologize like that. You're not confident. You're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? You're the highest form of creation. What are we apologizing for? So if you're listening to Family Planet 365, you're confident. You are stable in your mind. You take full responsibility. And you think before you speak. So there's no reason for you to be out here apologizing for any little thing. Apologizing, period. Like, let's just take the word sorry out of our vocabulary. And let's make sure that we aren't, you know, messing over people where they feel that we owe them an apology. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, sorry doesn't even mean anything. Because people have just watered it down, abused it, and just made it mean nothing. Because nothing really means nothing anyway. But Again, that's another topic. But the word sorry, it's it's done. Like, no, it doesn't mean anything. So I want you to stop abusing it, stop using it, and stop being like the common people. Because we're better than that. Okay, so that is what I wanted to share with you today. Leave me a comment in the um, on the Instagrams. Let me know what you thought about this show. If it's a trigger for you, keep it to yourself because I really don't care. Like if it's a trigger for you, it's a trigger for you is because you are doing exactly what I said in this podcast. And so deal with that. Go to therapy, journal. I'm not your therapist. So go to therapy, journal. But if this is something you've noticed too, and you're like, yeah, you know what? I want to be better. I want to do, then leave me a comment. But if you're going to be a victim and triggered, I don't care. Don't don't share it with me. Talk about it with your friends or whatever. But um, yeah, I want you, I want you to be better. I want you to be better because you can. And all you got to do is just give it some thought and really think about it. Stop and pause and think about what's really going on. What are you doing? All right. So share this podcast. Talk about it with your friends at work and at home and out in the um, in the world. And let me know. Let me know. What did, what did you come away with? What are the three things you came away with from this podcast? And how are you going to make it better better? If you feel like, you know, there's some work you have to do because it takes time, but you got to be willing. That's all. You just got to be willing to make the change and you will. All right. So until next time, I'm Melina Jackson. I'm your host of Family Planet 365. It is always a pleasure to be with you here on this lovely podcast. And remember, you can have it all. Bye for now.